I want you to know that your being here is not an accident. That you stumbling on for women who roar is an invitation for you to take a deep dive into storytelling. Not only others' stories, but your own. Because your voice matters, your story matters, and you belong here. This episode is sponsored by Ally Shoes, which I'm super excited to share with you. We are always looking to elevate companies that are empowering and supporting women, and this company is just that. I mean, the name alone, Ally, it's all around empowering women. Ally Shoes is an innovative brand built by women for women. They make power heels minus the pain. Founder Samantha Dong could not find heels that didn't hurt her after a foot injury. So she teamed up with the leading podiatric surgeon and footwear designer to create stylish heels for all women in a range of sizes. This women-led team re-engineered the statement heel. Each shoe is designed to stretch with lightweight cushioning built into the soles to relieve all pressure points. Ally Shoes optimizes fit by offering pointed toe pumps in half sizes, ranging from US 4.5 to 11.5 and four different widths. Their patent pending design is the epitome of chic yet wearable footwear, scientifically engineered to alleviate pain. Can you say yes, please? Oh my God, I need those shoes ASAP. The last time I wore heels, I could only wear them like 30 minutes. And (laughs) so I need something that I know I can trust. And this is made by women for women. So I am all about it. So join me. Their shoes are so cute. And you can find them on their site at ally.nyc. That's A-L-L-Y dot N-Y-C. Okay, friends, I'm not sure if you heard about it, but we are doing a NaNoWriMo challenge, just our community. And I want you to join us Have you ever wanted to write a book? When was your first memory of wanting to write it? Why? The reason I'm asking this is because when the writing gets going and the going gets tough, you have to return to your why. Why do I need to tell this story? Why do I have to write? How will this serve my voice and the world? Friends, you got to return back to these questions because there are going to be some days when you're in the midst of your creative process and you feel stuck and you feel burnout and you feel alone and you need to know why am I producing this? What is it within me that needed to get these words out on the page? When I was little, I wanted to be a writer. I remember being in middle school, nose deep in books and dictionaries because I just loved language. I loved that I could say secret things in metaphor. I loved that I could read stories, memoirs, and poetry, and biographies. 
and through that access humanity. My favorite things when I was younger were reading diaries. You remember those like real uh, diaries that, that people wrote and published? There was one called Alice that I just was obsessed with. And it was just this autobiographical journey of this girl struggling to survive. And it's so important to to find books that love and inspire you. And, and especially, you know, these books that access humanity. Nothing else accesses humanity except, well, maybe art. Words, art, tears, they all say the unsayable. And that's why we create. To say and create what we feel we can't say. And maybe we do that in fiction or poetry or maybe in candid stories of our own life. So November is only days away. And we are starting our very first For Women Who Roar NaNoWriMo Challenge. What on earth is NaNoWriMo? It's a really weird name. But it's where you write a book in one month, 50,000 words to be exact. And I know, it's a lot. But we're doing this as a community so we can support each other in the process. Traditionally, NaNoWriMo is for novels. But we're opening up the challenge to all genres. So whatever you're working on, whatever you want to write, this is open to you. It's just sticking with that 50,000 words. And at the end of this, you can throw a lot of those words away. It's That's not the point. It's about getting them on the page and doing the work. So get your pens ready. Get your keyboards ready for writing and join us through our Patreon page. We have already launched prep worksheets to get your creative gears going and we will meet weekly to touch base about our process. This is all online so no matter where you're located you can join us. We are going to be meeting through Zoom uh, to touch base and connect online but we're also meeting through our Facebook private page which you'll have access to through our Patreon so you can chat with your new creative friends about your process your struggles your journey and get feedback on the work you're moving through creativity doesn't have to be done in isolation let's explore what it means to create together in community to admit our struggles and give each other honest feedback when we get stuck we asked you recently what's your biggest pushback in writing a book was. And there were a few common themes that I wanted to speak to. The first one was time. This is a really common response, and I totally get it. It takes so much time to write. It takes fighting comfort zones. It takes commitment. Oh, good God. I mean, did I, did I just say commitment to a bunch of artists? <laughs> yeah, I did, and I'm with you Okay, like, here's the deal. I'm about to give you some really tough love. And, like, please know everything I'm saying to you, I'm saying to myself. We will never, never have enough time unless we make time. I know, friends, it's not what we want to hear. But the truth is, we will always have a reason to avoid our creative path. Every person has to find their own writing process. And that will be unique for each individual. So to be honest, I, I'm still trying to find mine. I know that it involves, you know, waking up early, which I'm not even a morning person, but I know that I'm most alert. I know that I'm most creatively awake in the morning. So here's my thing. I got to wake up early. I know I can't be disturbed. So like if I hear anyone talking, I can't listen to a podcast. I can't listen to NPR. I can't hear my husband. I, I can't be disturbed. 
I know I need hours of uninterrupted time. Like, I can't take a break every 30 minutes. Like, that's going to totally interrupt my creative flow. But for you, that might would work. Sometimes it even takes me one hour to write a sentence. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm very slow at writing. So if you're scared, you're not going to be able to get anything on page. Trust me, I am with you. Let's do this together. Also, turn off your cell phone. Like, that's a big one. Anytime I'm in a creative flow, I cannot have my phone or any of my social networks near me. So just go ahead and shut that down while you're while you're writing. I wanted to read about what other authors writing practices looked like and share them with you. Feel free to borrow some of these techniques and see what works for you. Barbara Kingslaver writes, I have to write 100 pages before I get to one page. So friends, like if you're worried that that page isn't going to be perfect, just start writing. Get it on the page. You can't edit a blank page. You have to begin. And speaking to that, Jody Picoult writes, I don't believe in writer's block. Think about it. When you were blocked in college and had to write a paper, didn't it always manage to fix itself the night before the paper was due? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Writer's block is having too much time on your hands. If you have a limited amount of time to write, just sit down and do it. You might not write well every day, but you can always edit a bad page. You can't edit a blank page. Truth. E.B. White says, a writer who waits for ideal conditions under which to work will die without putting a word on paper. So I know... The resistance is real, <laughs> but you can't wait for the right moment, the right time in your life, the, the day when, you know, you're just going to have oodles of time because there's always going to be that excuse of why you shouldn't and why you couldn't create. And Maya Angelou was one of my favorites, and I, I didn't know this, but she actually kept a hotel room in her hometown and paid for it by the month. And she would go around 6.30 every morning. She would have a bed, a table, a bath. She would have her thesaurus, a dictionary, and a Bible. And she usually had a deck of cards and some crossword puzzles so that she could occupy her mind whenever she started getting a little busy and couldn't focus. She could go back and start working again. And then she would usually leave the hotel around 2, and she would go home. She never slept there. And then she would read what she had written that morning and edit it then. I love this idea. I don't know if I have time and I definitely don't have the cash to rent <laughs> out a hotel room. But um, I love this idea of working in the morning and then taking a pause and then editing later in the day. Just a note, please don't edit while you're in the midst of your writing. You will never finish your creative work. And then last, don't have time to write. Neither did J.K. Rowling. She said, sometimes you have to get your writing done in spare moments here and there. So that's another thing. Like if you're on the bus, write. If you're in a commute, write. You can even use your audio recorder. And lastly, John Steinbeck said, lose track of the 400 pages and write one page for each day. Don't focus on how much you need to write so much and just focus on getting one page out a day. So the breakdown, create a routine every day physically prepare yourself that was another thing is a lot of these 
um, riders would, you know, move their body in between the workouts. They would go on a walk. They would go for a swim. They would eat breakfast. Make sure that your body is taken care of. I know for me, when I'm in a creative flow, I forget to eat. <laughs> like, I forget to breathe. You know, I am so lost in it. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And also create a daily quota to meet. What is that number you want to reach every day? And remember to take regular breaks. So whatever that looks like for you, that might be every 30 minutes, that might be every hour, that might be every few hours. But remember to take a break, clear your mind, and then come back to the page. Okay, so here's another one that people mentioned when it came to NaNoWriMo and writing. I don't know where to begin. And I hear you. It's so scary to feel stuck. But I've got three different writing prompts for you to dive into if you don't know where to begin with your story. So play with these and see what writing comes from this. One, write about a dream you've had that's impacted you. Turn that dream into a story plot for your next book. Imagine the place, the people, the feelings, and create context to flow from there. Two, borrow a plot from your favorite book or film. This is not cheating. <laughs> write the plot and then change up the characters, the setting, the genre. Use the plot as inspiration to put a spin on your own story. And three, Invent a history for someone you know or used to know. Create a story around someone that you knew or wish you knew. Maybe it's a grandparent or a best friend or even a celebrity. And use their life as inspiration for your story. So once you do these exercises, see what themes and stories begin to form. Create a story structure. It doesn't have to be finished. Just create a rough outline and let the story write you. Don't focus on writing the story. Let the story write you. From there, identify your genre, your category structure, and your chapter structure. Think of this as the bones. It might change, but it gives you some formality to follow if you're feeling really stuck. And then the third one that I kept hearing is I don't think it will get published. I don't think I'm any good. First friend, <laughs> publishing is a racket. I can't tell you how many places I've submitted to, and I've gotten so many rejections. It is part of the work. But that's a whole other conversation. Write first, and don't let the pressure of good enough stop you, or you will never begin. In terms of the I'm not any good, that is your inner critic. It is your fear, it is your resistance, and we all have it. You can't stop the voices, but you can counsel them into believing a different way about yourself. Listen. Aside from the pros and the skill, all that can be learned and in practice, the most important thing you need to know is that your voice matters. If you want to be heard through writing and your creative art, you alone can advocate for yourself and desire. Some will love your work, some won't, but you show up for you. Personally, for this NaNoWriMo challenge, I'm working on a novel and I'm so intimidated. <laughs> I've only started a fiction work one other time. And this time I'm writing a psychological thriller following the generational stories of three women and the shadows that haunt them. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> I'm excited because it's weaving narratives that I care about, like family dynamics, psychology, and trauma work. And I think that's key. You have to write about what you care about. I'm not sure who said it, but you can only teach what you know. You can only write what you know. And I would also add what you want to know. What do you want to know? What do you want to read? Write that. So will you join us? Will you take the risk? Come on, friends. All you do is sign up on our Patreon 
under the amazing memberships we have that start at $5. It's patreon.com slash four women who roar. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash for women who roar. And you can find it in our show notes and on our site. You are joining a creative community and supporting a powerful movement at the same time. So if you're scared, if you're resistant, welcome to the club. (laughs) I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Stephen Pressfield. Are you paralyzed with fear? That's a good sign. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember, one rule of thumb, the more scared we are of a calling or work, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. Keep rowing, friends. At its core for Women Who Roar is a storytelling media platform dedicated to elevating the voices and stories of women everywhere. We truly believe that if you are a storyteller, then you are an advocate. And if you are listening, you are also an advocate. So thank you. Thank you for being here and advocating alongside of us. If you didn't know, we are a biannual print magazine. We also offer a monthly ebook. We have a membership subscription that gets you connected to a roaring community of women from all over the world. And we have events where we bring storytelling to you. If you are interested in learning more about For Women Who Roar and how to be involved, just check out our website and be sure to subscribe to this podcast and drop us a review. If you believe in storytelling, if you believe in the magic that's being produced here, we'd feel honored if you'd share. Deep, deep water, deep.